Hey there, Poplar Grove family. This is Chris McKelly here, and I'm joined by Pastor Jason. And we want to welcome you to the very first episode of what we are currently calling the Poplar Grove Cast. That title could definitely change at any point. This is all new to us. We're excited. But Jason, what are we doing here, and why are we doing it? <laughs> uh, boy, Chris, um, uh, the reason we're doing this is because our world has completely changed in the last several days, and we are finding, having to find and create new ways to, uh, to do ministry. Um, whether we want to or not, um, we're going to have to modify how we stay connected, how we uh, do small groups, and how we do church, basically, for uh, an indefinite amount of time. Yeah. Um, if if I said I knew what if I if I said I knew exactly what what's, what we're going to be doing in the next uh, little while, I, I would not be telling the truth because uh, we are. This is this is very very new ground for us uh, for yeah. everyone, and so um, uh, this this is the question is what is what does church look like in this temporary state in this unknown season of time. Um, uh, I guess I guess my best answer is I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> um, but uh, myself and you, myself and the, and the staff, and uh, many people at church, we are we're working hard to um, uh, find ways that we can uh, continue to do ministry well. Yeah. Um, and, and I think f- for for this podcast, uh, for our immediate need, I, you know, I. I feel it's important for us to uh, just kind of go into people's homes and and um, and say, okay, since we're going to be spending a lot of time in our homes now, um, how can we use this as an opportunity? Right. And, and I just want to challenge and encourage uh, each of us and each, everyone's home to uh, to do two things: you know, look in and look out. Um, okay. uh, what does that look like, and how do we know if we're doing it well? Well. Um, I think one of the ways we that one of the things we need to do as we look into our homes right now, this is a God is giving us an opportunity to re- reconnect with our family, to reconnect with our children, reconnect with our spouse, uh, but to reconnect, and and that can happen in a lot of ways. Uh, it can happen through uh, through games, uh, through getting creative and cat with cabin fever, through uh, baking. You know, it, it, we we can use this to. Um, to just get to know our kids a, a little better, get to know our spouse a little better. Yeah, um, we enjoy games. I know you're a game player. Um, yeah. uh, what 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 what's what's the the game of choice at the McCulley household? Well, it depends. If we are um, playing with the kids, we uh, like the sequence with kids. That's kind of our go-to. It's either that one or Sneaky Snacky Squirrel. <laughs> uh, we enjoy both, uh, can you, can uh, you say uh, that again? <laughs> sneaky Snacky Squirrel. We're playing with the kids. That's, those are kind of our go-to. Ellie's getting to that age where she can play a little bit more advanced games. Um, but, of course, Eli always wants to play too, so we always have to balance that. Uh, me and Amanda, just the two of us, we love to either play like uh, the Settlers of Catan dice game. We love playing yeah. that together. Um, and she loves playing rummy. I like playing rummy, just not with her sometimes because she's so stinking, <laughs> so stinking good at it that uh, I can't really keep up with their, her rummy skills. So, um, but that's, yeah, we, we love playing games around here, and there's been a lot of that going on here lately for sure. 
Yeah, we're the same way. We, uh, we, we love some of those same games. We play – we love cards, and so we'll play skip bow, and we'll play uh, phase 10 with the kids, and uh, it, get, it gets competitive at the grow house uh, as well. <laughs> but, you know, th- those are – these are just t- – we can sit and twiddle our thumbs and, and be afraid, or we can make, take this opportunity – uh, to reconnect. And I think God's given us that opportunity uh, to reconnect. You know, I, I think an, an, a, along the lines of reconnecting is also family worship. I think um, uh, if, if, if I'm not doing family worship or if I am, um, here's a time to get better at it or start it. And, right. and I just want to challenge all of us to, um, uh, to make it, keep it very simple, um, uh, two or three times a week, um, and it's and it's real simple. Read, pray, and sing. Um, yeah. And 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 we can do that as a family. Uh, what we when we have hours, we will take turns reading. Uh, those who can read, not everybody in my family can read, uh, but we take turns reading. We'll sing and we all pray. And, uh, yeah. and you know, you can. It's just it's real rich time. The we will always say uh, you, you pray to the person to your right you pray for the person to your right and um, and it's just sweet to hear your children pray for you. And uh, and so I I think this is a good time to, we can reconnect that way. Um, And, and we should be doing that anyway, uh, doing family worship, but here's, here's a great time to, to start it. Forget, forget what I have or haven't done, but do it. Yeah. I think keeping it simple is, uh, is definitely the the way to go. And that's something that I definitely want to, Try and trying to do that model in our house for sure because it can be a little right. uh, a little daunting or it can be not overwhelming but it's scary to some people if it's not something they've done before uh, exactly and so I think just starting simple and doing something small is better than doing nothing yeah. at all so yeah you don't have to preach just read yeah <laughs> yeah and and you know we're talking about reconnecting but let's be honest Chris um, if if we're if we're with our family for for forty eight straight hours. Uh, I need some disconnect time. Mm, and, uh, and so we, we've got to have strategies for that uh, during this time as well. And if, and if we're yeah. not getting out of the house much, uh, I, I encourage everybody to find a place in the home that, that this is their space, that I, I come here and, and everybody knows to just give me a little space here. And, and so in, in our home, we've got a room, it's the library, and, and that, that's my space. That's where I go. Uh, and uh, uh, everybody knows, okay, Daddy, Daddy has needs some alone time, and yeah, and uh, it's, we I think we need to be be careful to disconnect as well. You got any? Yeah, you got a space at your house? Yeah, I mean, I work from home, so my desk is right in the middle of uh, what I would call the chaos because it's right in between the kitchen and the living room. <laughs> um, but there's a we've got a bench on our front porch that I like to go sit out on. That's kind of my quiet space. We actually just bought a shed not long ago. I've got my very own she shed. And uh, so I can go out there and close the door and disconnect there as well. So, and I'm, I'm very much an introvert in many ways. I need, I need that yeah, time to, re, to recharge because I'll get drained if I don't have it. And so it's very, very important. So, cause our, our relationship with our spouse will start to um, start to falter a little bit. Well, we won't be as yeah. patient with each other. And um, that's something my wife and I talked about. It's like, we just got to be aware and be talking all the time about let's be patient with each other be patient with yeah. our kids because it's going to be a little trying, um, yeah. you know, over the next, over the next few weeks and who knows what's to come. So if right. we just need to be prepared and, and I think communication through that is, is vitally important. Um, 
if if you are married, just communication of hey, let's make sure we're being patient with patient with each other because we're we're both experiencing the same emotions here, and we just might deal with it differently. But so I think you're right. I think disconnecting is a very important part of this. Um, but what about people who uh, might be home alone or be by themselves or be a single parent? You know, I'm lucky enough to be able to. My wife and I can split some duties. But if you're a single parent yeah. or you're elderly, you know, what about them? How would they? What do they do through this time? Yeah, man, that that's tough uh, because there's uh, they they are the uh, uh, the adult and uh, I, and once again I I don't know the quick answer I, I know that I know there's some dangers that they've got to avoid you know I think that uh, it, it it's very dangerous to get to a place where you just isolate um, and and I've got to be aware of I got to be able to recognize when I'm isolating when I am. Um, withdrawing and and kind of resisting some personal touches from people that are trying to reach into my life and um and i think you know to to just to be sensitive and aware that there's going to be there's going to be a lot of people that that struggle with isolation and anxiety and fear and and loneliness and we've got to be sensitive to to that uh of 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 who who they are and what, what can we do about it yeah, I've always felt it's it's easy enough to be isolated inside the church building sometimes if you're Good not connected point. to a small group. Uh, you can very easily be isolated but still be going to church every single week um, and not right. feel connected to people. So now all of a sudden for your for that, that pattern, that routine to shift. And so now you can even spiral even further down that hole of isolation. Yeah, so, it gets magnified. And, yeah, and it's on us. You know, it's um, it's not just a, it's not a problem that they have to fix by themselves. I mean, we are in this together as a, as a church body. So. Correct. Yeah. You know, I, I think, you know, we're talking about, we're going to be dependent on technology these next however many weeks. Um, and, and thank God that we have technology that this, this it's allowing us to do, I mean, you and I are not even in the same address right now. Right. Right. Um, and it's allowing us to do this to be able to help minister to others and and we're going to be, you know, streaming streaming uh worship and messages and and teaching and podcasts, all these things. Um but you know I, I think we also need just to be cautious that we don't want to be spending too much time in front of screens. We want to we want to still keep some healthy boundaries. Uh, we don't want to binge all the time on our favorite show. Uh, and and so I think just keeping some healthy boundaries during this time is, is, is something we need to do as we look into our homes. Yeah. And that stuff, I mean, it, I noticed with, with my kids, it changes who they are. If they're on the screen for too long, they are a very different kid and they don't, it's, they're harder to deal with. We're, and I think the things that we see happen in them, they also happen in us adults. We might not see it as, as well. It may not be as clear to us. But when we right. are completely 100% focused on this device and it can breed fear and it can breed anxiety and that's right. you know, this is a situation that we do what we can do that's within our control and what we feel God's leading us to do, but stuff that's out of our control, you know, I, we, we need to turn it off and we need to get away yes, from sir. it and, and just go be with the people around us that matter to us. You know, that's the stuff that matters. So I agree, man. Yeah. You know, I guess one, one other thing I would say about the looking in would be, um, uh, it it's whenever we whenever you suffer or whenever you are under stress, it will narrow your focus toward your problem or to whatever is is causing you pain. 
Um, but Philippians 4 says that we are to rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. And he says that we are to, to pray. And with that prayer, we are to, we are to be thankful. We're to pray with thanksgiving. And, and so I think that this is, this is a time for us to counter our fears with thank, thankfulness. And I think it's, you know, the, the, I remember learning a, a song when I was a little boy, count your blessings and name them one by one. Mm. And, and I think this is a, a time where when I feel myself getting overwhelmed with my fears, I need to push pause and I need to start looking at what I can be thankful for. I'm yeah. thankful I have food in my refrigerator. I'm thankful I have clothes on my back. I can, I can drive three or four miles from my house and find homes completely leveled. Right. And there's much to be thankful for. I have toilet paper, praise Jesus. You know, <laughs> so I, I think that, out there in the public, you, know, you don't know what will happen. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> by the way, I'll sell it to you for $75 a roll if, if, if you need something. <laughs> um, but but I, I, you know, thank if if suffering and stress narrows my focus, then Thanksgiving helps to broaden my perspective, and and it moves my heart to long for God. And so, I, I think these are just some things that we need to keep in mind as we, as we look in during this time uh, of of unknowns. Yeah. So, so we're talking about looking in, but what about out? You know, looking out. What is that? How do we do that well, and what does that look like? Yeah, if all we do is look in, we're going to get consumed with ourselves, and yeah. that's not that's not gospel. That's not great commission. Um, we touched on it a second ago, but I think we need to be real sensitive uh, to the people who are alone and lonely during this time. How can I care for them? How can I connect with them? Uh, it's a great opportunity for for us to make new friends in our church. Um, uh, uh, you know, we at the we at the church we can we can give, help give get people connected with with families uh, with widows with widowers with uh, whomever and you know a, a, a simple letter writing a letter making a phone call doing what we're doing right here we can you know FaceTiming somebody and talking um, th- th- those are ways to to that's the best way we can connect we need to be connecting. Uh, yeah with some of the lonely in our, in our church, in our neighborhoods, uh, and, and the such. Um, I think praying, you know, we get out by, we, 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 we can get out and we can pray. We can walk our streets in our subdivision and pray for each house that we walk by, go to the church, walk around the church, good exercise. And you can pray, uh, for the church. You know, the, the Bible says that, that 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 God will hear that prayer and He will heal our land and so we need our, our land needs prayer and yeah. and I think we can that's something we can do as we look outside of our our homes um, I can teach my I can teach my little boy here's how you pray for the president here's how you pray uh, for the people in China who are hurting really bad here's how you pray for Italy here's how you pray. Right. Uh, it's a good opportunity uh, to teach, you know. And this is just what breaks my heart too, Chris. Is that I, you know our our town was hit a couple weeks ago with with some severe tornadoes, and right. and they've almost gotten it's almost become a back burner issue, and and it shouldn't because they're far from normalcy, and so right. we we need to keep. How can we serve 
our uh, the tornado survivors around us, and even the ones in our own in our own church. What do they need right now? And so uh, we got to look in, but we also have to stay great commission uh, and great commandment focused. Uh, yeah. And so I, I think this is this will help us kind of recalibrate where we are as we enter this unknown season. Yeah. And I think, you know, people in the church, there's going to be needs out there that you're not aware of, that the staff's yes, not aware of, you know, as, as things obviously quickly are changing and evolving, there's going to be needs that come up. And so I know right. you've mentioned that if someone in the church knows of someone in need to make sure and contact you, just shoot you an email. Uh, what is your email, Jason, just so they have it? It's Jason at thegrovelife.org. Okay, awesome. So if, if you're listening and there's a need that you that you want uh, to share with the staff and we can get it to some people who can uh, make a difference, who can volunteer and help, uh, make sure to do that. Um, it's our responsibility. Uh, it's not just the, the staff's and the pastor's responsibility to do these things. It's us as a Sorry. church body. You know, We know our community. They don't know everybody's community. And so... I think uh, we have a big responsibility through this to make sure that we're continuing to do that, to loving on those around us, to serving those, um, to trying to connect and not make, and those people who already might feel a little isolated is to not let that spiral out of control. And uh, that's right. And so, yeah, Jason, man, this has been great. It's, it's a crazy time right now and and things are changing. Things are changing so quickly. And um, you know, one thing I will say is that, in the, with the tornadoes and with the stuff going on now, I don't think I've ever seen a more blatant opportunity to show grace to people um, right. in front of my face. You know, this is That's right. the time for us to have patience with people because there's there's huge things going on that people don't know how to handle. And That's right. And as much as we all want answers, you know, we want answers from our leaders. We want answers on why there's <clears throat> we may not find answers right now, and we need to have grace with those people. Um, I know you and the staff are trying hard. Every, every, I think about every pastor in this county, in this state, who four weeks ago, we're never thinking this stuff was coming, you know? Right. Um, and so this is an opportunity for us to really show what grace looks like through that, through that time period and be patient with people and understand that we're, we are all on the same boat together. Um, That's right, brother. So, yeah, man. So this is, this is great. I'm excited. This is not going to be the last one of these. We, uh, we want to no, continue to continue to do some of these and looking to cover a different range of topics. I know in the, in the short term, we're going to talk about things like how do or what do D groups, discipleship groups and Sunday school classes, what do those look like in a digital format? Um, That's right. And what are, and what are some tools, uh, some technology tools that you can use? Cause there's people out there who aren't comfortable with technology at all. I mean, that it's, right. it's overwhelming. It's scary to them. Um, and so making that first step can be very difficult because they obviously, they just don't know where to look. And so, we definitely want to provide some resources for that. Just a list right. of here's some, here's some free technologies, things that you can use to continue to reach out to your people. Like you said, a good old letter can go a long way as well. A good old handwritten right. letter. It's, that's a tried and true system um, that has <laughs> been around for a long time. That seems to work. So, um, yeah. and also, you know, one thing we're t- looking to talk about is how do we, be, how do we be productive at home? Uh, yeah. when, when our families are at home with us, I know that's, that's a big thing in my life right now that I'm trying to figure out and, uh, there's well, a lot of you work from home. We that. got people who are working from home who weren't planning on working from home. 
we yeah. got we got students who are now homeschoolers <laughs> and weren't yeah. planning on being homeschoolers. So. <laughs> yeah, we're all we're all in different different worlds than we thought we'd be for sure. And so, and, and uh, that's what that's why me and you're doing this because we want to help speak to those needs and yeah. and and just offer some guidance. Yeah, absolutely. And as we continue to do this stuff, we we want your your feedback as well. So if you have ideas or topics that you'd like for Jason and I to talk about. Um, make sure and send that over to us. We would love to hear what you think. And we're excited about this medium moving forward um, and, and just talking to the church in a little bit different way. They get to hear Pastor Jason in a little bit different light than they typically do on a Sunday morning. And I think I think that's exciting. And uh, um, I just, I'm excited, Jason. Thank you for taking the time to do this, man. Same here, brother. I appreciate you. Yep. All right. Check back soon. Check the website. We'll make sure and email it out. We'll have another one coming up soon. Thank you, everybody. See you soon.